just listened to But Not For Me with Monty Alexander on piano, Ray Brown on bass, Herb Ellis on guitar, and it was composed by George Gershwin. Um, with us today on Jet Fuel is Yoni Musher. Um, I'm going to turn your mic on, Yoni. Are you ready? <laughs> your oh. mic is now on. Cool. Um, and so I brought Yoni in today to ask him some questions, really for my storytelling class, but we get to play with the radio too, so it'll be fun. Uh, Yoni, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I have no class today. No classes yeah. on Wednesdays? No, never. Do you have anything else going on today? The band practice later, I guess. Oh, nice. What band? Uh, Sizzle. Sizzle. Is yeah. Sizzle your only band? Uh, no, I play in Peach Belly as well. Um, and what kind of music does Sizzle play? Mm, that's a hard one. I guess Sizzle plays, we play a lot of original music, but it's like fusion, it's like jam fusion, the best way I could describe it. It's a bit of everything. What about Peach Belly? What does Peach Belly play? Peach Belly plays more funk. Um, it's like kind of funk fusion. Nice. Um... And what year are you in school? I guess this is my fifth year. And what do you study? I am now a jazz major. You're a jazz, jazz major? Jazz BA, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just music. No, no, it's jazz specifically. Oh, that's it's super awesome. Major. Yeah. Um, and how did you decide to study music and what was that like for you? Um, I guess the reason I became a jazz major versus a minor, I guess I'll tell you that first, was because my friend Tripp, other guitarist in the band Sizzle became a jazz major and said, Yoni, you should do it. And I was rock climbing and I was like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. And then I called my mom and then she was like, cool, do it. So then I did it. What were you studying at that time? Um, I was a jazz minor with a major in parks and recreation. Oh, nice. Yeah. And how did you decide to go into parks and recreation as a major? I was kind of wanted an easy thing to go into. <laughs> I, I also, I very much enjoyed the outdoors, and I enjoyed environmental tourism, which is what I was concentrating in. Um, but yeah, it like, wasn't very difficult. I didn't really have much of a passion at that point in my life. Besides nice. outdoors, yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. Um, what instruments do you play? Um, mostly I play the guitar. I, at this point, reasonably confidently played the drums, but for... Less practice with the drums. Um, and I pick up the bass every once in a while for specific reasons. <laughs> and at this point, I also technically play the theremin for specific reasons. And can you explain what the theremin is? Um, it's, it's an instrument that you play with your mind. <laughs> it's an instrument that uses, I think, the... Um, I actually don't know how it's working. But it's an instrument that you wave your hands above and it goes like, woo, woo. Very yeah. cool. And what are the specific reasons you are playing that instrument? Uh, it's needed in a performance piece and I was chosen to do it. That's, you're very lucky. Yeah, I, I'm excited. My brother and I were just talking about it. Like, like three days before I was told that I was playing the theremin, my brother and I were talking on the phone and he was like, the theremin is like such a cool instrument to learn to play. And I was like, that's the stupidest instrument to learn to play <laughs> <laughs> that I was assigned to it. And he's, he's got a point. It's a lot of fun. 
That's cool. Very cool. And at like what point in your life did you start playing the guitar? The, yeah. I guess was that your first instrument mm, that you learned to play? No, I technically I played the drums for a little bit um, throughout my whole life. I was known for banging. I took out all the pots and the pans <laughs> on the floor when I was younger, and I'd bang all over them. And then I kind of got into drums in like middle high school, middle school, high school. Um, but I never got really good. And then I started taking lessons when I came to Maine. I guess just last year I started taking lessons. In guitar? In drums. In drums. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I no, no worries. Out. <laughs> when <laughs> um, did you start playing the guitar? I started playing the guitar, I guess, five years ago when I came to Maine. When you came to Maine. Yeah. Uh, very cool. And why did you come to Maine? Um, I really liked Maine's campus in the sense, I liked the size of Maine's campus a lot. Um, that was one of the main drivers for me to pick a school, but I also, I liked the place. I liked all the forests. It's nice. I had a lot of time to be able to walk in the woods on campus. It's cool. Nice. Awesome. Um, how did your band Sizzle start? Um, that's actually interesting. My, the, our former, I lived with our former bassist, um, Kira, and she was in a jazz combo with, I think at that point it was Tripp, the other guitarist, Trey, the pianist, and Jaylee. Um, and I think they played with our drummer at the time, Tommy. And Kira was like, I just one random day. It was like, hey, my friends or my, my bandmates in combo um, weren't incredible. I don't think they were great friends at the time. Um, like, yeah, bandmates in combo love playing the Grateful Dead. I know you play a lot of the dead. We should like jam sometime. And then we did and we had a lot of fun and Sizzle was formed. Awesome. And how did Sizzle gain its name? Sizzle originally is my cat, Sizzle. Um, and we were thinking of names and I suggested Sizzle because she's my cat. And it's a cool name, so you can't you can't say no to it. So there it is, folks. The long-winded question: Which came first, the cat or the band? It was. It was the indeed cat. the cat yeah. from Yoni Musher himself. And on that note, we're gonna play. We're gonna take a little break from talking, and I'm gonna do a little show promo. And then we're going to play a song picked out by the one and only Yoni Musher, who is in the radio station right now, sitting right next to me. Um, if you're having trouble with what music to listen to to kickstart your weekend, Frisky Fisk has got your problem solved with everything but fish. Every Saturday from 10 to 12, you're here, you'll hear anything from news, psychedelia, jazz, folk, country, and always a little King Gizzard at the end. Make next Saturday a groovy one with everything but fish, 10 to 12 p.m. on WMEB 91.9 FM, Orono, Maine. Up next for you guys, we've got a song that Yoni picked out. And do you want to give the, say the name yeah, of the song in the band? Slipping in the Kitchen by Twiddle. You guys just listened to Slippin' in the Kitchen by Twiddle, and this is Jet Fuel. I am Jet, and I'm here with Yoni Musher, who is 
in the bands, the Orno bass bands, Sizzle and Peach Belly, and in the University bands, Jazz Combo, and Percussion Ensemble. Um, So before we played that song, Yoni and I were talking about his band Sizzle and how they came to be. Um, And he's in another band, if you didn't hear me just say that. He's also in a band called Peach Belly. So, Yoni, how did Peach Belly come to be? Um, Peach Belly started, I just remember this word now. Peach Belly started (laughs) because I started learning the drums and I really enjoyed it. But I was like, I need to get better at the drums. And so for a selfish reason, I was like, I'm going to get a bunch of people together and I'm going to play drums in a band. And it started as mostly I wanted to do a bunch of reggae stuff, but everybody has different influences and it kind of turned into like a more of a funk fusion thing. And yeah, that's about how it started. I wanted to. <laughs> nice. And where did the name Peach Belly come from? Um, our keyboardist, Trey. Who is also a music director here at WMEB. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Trey. <laughs> um, he has a big old list of names for songs and bands. And he said Peach Belly. I think it was the first one he suggested. And we were all like, yeah, that's a cool name. Awesome. Um, and so the next question I have for you, um, which I think was suggested that I asked you this question by your roommate, Maeve, uh-huh. um, what draws you to music? Oh boy, coming in hot. Um, what draws me to music? I like the freedom in music. I, the one thing I really like about music is that the worst thing that happens is like you play a wrong note. Or you play it out of time. It, that's that's about the worst thing that can happen. So it's it's very it's very free in the sense of no worries. I have very little fear of really doing damage to people. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I'd never. I don't think I would ever be damaged by you playing music uh-huh. around me. Um, who are your biggest musical influences? Mm-hmm. Um. I think subconsciously, I listened to a lot of twiddle when I was younger. So that's definitely a pretty big influence. But as of the moment, um, Ernest Wranglin's a real big influence. Um, Really cool guitarist. Bill Frizzell, another very cool guitarist. Um, The Grateful Dead as a whole, I very much appreciate. Yeah, those are are my biggest, biggest influences. Nice. And, um... This is also a suggestion for Maeve. Uh-huh. Um, what's your process when writing a song? Um, that's an interesting question. I, I think that changes song to song. Some songs I've written within 15 minutes and just been like, I need to write a song. And then I just kind of write a song. Usually I start with the instrumentation. Like Usually I'll find something on guitar I like. And then I'll build words around it. But sometimes it goes the other way. It's, yeah, it's very random. Kind of however I'm feeling at the moment. Nice. Um, And so at this point, I'm going to transition a little bit away from the music aspect of your life. Because everyone knows Yoni for his music. The sizzle and peach belly. But no one really knows who Yoni Musher (laughs) is. (laughs) Um, But before that, I'm going to 
give a little station ID. Just a reminder that you guys are listening to WMEB 91.9 FM, Orno, Maine, and this is Jet Fuel, and I'm DJ Jet, and I'm here with Yoni Musher. Um, so, Yoni, where do you get your ideas from? Um, huh. I, I think I get a lot of my ideas just from listening to music and wanting to copy songs but feeling bad if I just copy a song. So you kind of tweak it and tweak it, and eventually it's its own song. Um, but I think I get a lot of my ideas from just sporadic thinking and a crazy brain. Cool. That was an awesome answer to that really weird question. Um, Jackson Skog wants to know, what is your secret? What is my secret? Um, hmm. I do the same thing every day. I think that's my secret. I'm a creature of habit. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Did you not? We just learned. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. We just learned Yoni's secret. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up in Newton, Massachusetts. Thanks. And what was it like? Um, it was a very regular white suburban neighborhood. It was like as pretty standard places to grow up i grew up in kind of a in tough family situation but yeah my life was like fairly normal through most of life it was yeah, a very normal town nothing crazy what would you say that the kitchen in your high school was normal oh that okay <laughs> i guess i yeah i i don't really think about that I, we had a crazy high school in that town um yeah we we had a we had a student-served, student-run, student-made kitchen, and we was kind of to prep people for going into the culinary arts in college, um, so you could like kind of concentrate in culinary in school. And I wanted to go into culinary at first, so I did that. And yeah. What was it like working at this kitchen? Um, it was interesting. It was sometimes very stressful, but often it was a lot of fun in kitchen stuff. So did you, like, cook food for students? Yeah, and for staff. They would come in. They'd pay with their own money. It was, like, a full-fledged restaurant in the uh, in the school. Um, and, yeah, we did mostly – I did, personally, a lot of baking because we sold a lot of baked goods. Mm. So I did a lot of stuff not interacting with people, which was nice. That is nice. Yeah. Um, was this, like, open to people outside of the school, or was it only, like – students and staff that could get this food made by students i don't remember a hundred percent but i feel like other people would come in i don't really remember that's all right you don't need but, to remember yeah I, for some reason I, I do feel like it was at least somewhat open to the public It'd be kind of weird though with it being a high school and all yeah so I, don't, I, I don't know was this like a like during your class time oh this this was my class yeah so like were you just like left math class and went to the kitchen and cooked if i went to math class that day <laughs> if you went to math class that i didn't day. have the best <laughs> reputation of going to, to my classes but yes technically interesting what was your favorite baked good to bake mm, it's a hard one we made a lot of scones and they were really good nice yeah? do you still bake um not as much as i would like to every once in a while um, I recently made a cake. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, not as much as I would like to. I would like to bake more. We should get into sourdough bread. I would love together. to. That'd be really I, cool. I, I have, I have a plug for sourdough. So okay. Yeah. You've said that before. <laughs> I have a couple. Plugs. I I I would be very interested in making sourdough. That. Um. What is your most cooked meal? My most cooked meal. Well, that one's actually really difficult. You see, <laughs> I eat something different every day. Um, no, I make <laughs> I make a yoni sandwich, as I've come to calling it. Um, just just a t- chicken sandwich with two types of cheese, generally. Um, mayonnaise, egg, pickle, tomato, lettuce. Well, it's a whole spring mix, I guess. Um, and then chicken. And that's all on the pretzel bun. Toasted. And microwaved, and it's very good. Oh, with some sauces and stuff. Yeah. What are the two types of cheese? Uh, often it's monster, because my therapist suggested it at one point. I was like, "That's <laughs> a cool name. I'm gonna try it." And I really liked it. Um, monster and cheddar, usually a sharp cheddar. Nice. What yeah. other cheeses would you consider putting on the yoni sandwich? Um, I've dabbled with um, I don't know what it's called. It's the spicy cheese. It's got Pepper and like, pepper jack um, cheese. Yeah. Pepper jack. Um, that's about it. That's the only other one I've tried. Where do you usually get your cheeses? I get it from Hannaford's in the cheese aisle. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> what's your drink of choice? My drink of choice generally is water, but I also love kombucha. Do you ever make your own kombucha? Um, I used to a lot, and then I, I, I made kombucha in my dorm room as well, <laughs> which was really fun, and not as much anymore. I would like to do that as well, more. But we'll have a kombucha making sourdough bread baking day. Yeah, fermentation day. Yeah. That'd be and cool. we could sell it to the okay. audience. That'd Just be fun. kidding. <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> And so at this point, we're going to play another song handpicked out by the one and only Yoni Busher. Do you want to introduce the song? Um, yeah, this is the Beatles' A Day in the Life, but covered by, oh, I don't actually know there's a couple. Um, it's not Grant Green. West Montgomery. West Montgomery, thank you. Yeah. All right, enjoy. That was just A Day in the Life by West Mc- Montgomery. Maybe he was born with his witty humor. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some people bring joy whenever they go. Mark Twain. As a frontier newspaper reporter, there is nothing to be learned from a second kick of a mule. Mark Twain. Maybe he got his insights from being a riverboat captain. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Mark Twain, wherever he went. Mark Twain found humor all around. Humor. Pass it on. This message is a courtesy of the Foundation for a Better Life at PassItOn.com. Just a reminder for you folks that forgot or are just tuning in, I have a special guest with me here today on this week's Jet Fuel, Yoni Musher, who is about to introduce the next song. This one is What the World Needs Now by Bill Frizzell. You guys just listened to Ornithology 
by Charlie Parker. And before that was What the World Needs Now is Love by Bill Frizzle. Frizzle? Frizzle. Frizzle. Um, just a reminder that you are all here listening to Jet Fuel. I am DJ Jet, and today I have the one and only Yoni Musher, DJ Yoni Musher, here with me. Um, he's not actually a DJ, but he is a guitarist and a drummer and a bassist, and he is also a brother and a son, and yep. um. He's in two Orno-based bands, Sizzle and Peach Belly, and he is in a jazz combo through the University of Maine, and he is also in the percussion ensemble here at the University of Maine. And rewinding to jazz combo, that song you just listened to, Ornithology, is actually being played in jazz combo. Yoni? Um, yeah, I guess this is a bit of a teaser. Our um, our jazz combo picked that as one of the songs we're going to play. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was okay for me to say? Oh, of course. Okay, cool. <laughs> Surprise! Thing, I mean, uh, I it'd be kind of weird if it wasn't. I don't you, know what's... Yeah. You, you said that there were some cool things that you could talk about with this um, song? I don't know if they're cool, but I, I definitely have a backstory with the song at the very least. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, my jazz combo first semester, my, my first semester in the music department, um, we've had to pick a bunch of songs and there is this amazing bassist, Zahava. Um, she was in high school at the time. I think, I, yeah, I think, I think she graduated last year. Um, high school? Mm-hmm. Nice. And her dad, um, Jim Winters works here. Um, cool. and so she, you know, decided to pick. One of the harder songs in the real book to play, um, Ornithology. And I was very new to learning jazz. And this is like, that song's like hard bebop, weird jazz. Um, and I was like, I guess I have to learn this now. So I learned it on guitar in like a week um, by just <laughs> like sitting down all week and learning it. And then to keep it fresh in my mind, I would go around the house just going, but um, and my roommates got really mad at me by the end of it. Was this last year? Uh, this was, I guess, two years ago. So was it not <laughs> Cedar House, Maeve, Matt? No, 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 no. This, this was, was back Street? in this was back in Crosby Street. My oh. second year at Crosby Street, I was living with a friend, Ashish, and I was living with Kira. Um. And my friend Josh was in and out at the time, who's living with his fiance and mm. girlfriend at the time, and kind of back and forth. Um, but yeah, they they really hated me by the end of that for singing that song so much. So you played this in jazz combo two years ago. Yeah, my first year in jazz combo. And now we get to play it again. Get to play yeah, it again. so That's I'm excited to to relive it. It's a fun little full circle, yeah. full circle kind of moment. For sure. Um, speaking of you sitting and playing guitar a lot, um, I've heard a story told by Matt Gambino. Uh-huh. Hi, Matt, if you're listening. That's one of Yoni's roommates. <laughs> um, I'm excited about to hear this. Andrew Guitar Man? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so confused where you were going with that. Um, or Salad Moon? Yeah, they're... I was known by the two of those. They were kind of synonymous with each other. Um, I would. I learned guitar by... Yeah, so sat outside Andrew Scoggin Hall and played guitar all day. Sometimes I'd sit inside and the RAs would get really mad at me. Really? But a cop came up once and I was freaking out. And this cop was like, you sound good. Have a nice day. And then walk back downstairs. <laughs> you're up. Um, but yeah, I would I would learn guitar just by sitting outside Andrew Scoggin all day. And that was, yeah, that was about it. And then I was also very well known for taking that guitar into Andrew Scoggin and then eating, or sorry, into uh, Hilltop Dining Hall and then eating very large, comically large salads very quickly because um, I was trying to be very healthy at the time. And I was very hungry. Wow. Yeah. And so we all know him as Yoni now, but one day he was Salad Man or Guitar Man. People still, every once in a while, will walk up to me and say, are you Salad Guy? And I go, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it happened recently at a party. That's crazy. Yeah. I'd love to watch you eat a big salad I don't really think I could do sometime. it anymore. Oh. My stomach was huge then. Oh, it shrunk a lot? I'd have to imagine. It was, it was a big salad. How big? Can you give us like? Okay, let me like, try to try to explain. Like you're using your hands right now. Yeah, for yeah. Me, I'm, but well, for I'm, the I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to figure figure this out. I would say, it's a standard hilltop dining plate, um, which like a regular dinner plate, mm-hmm. um, pretty much stacked out to this like the very 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 edges, um, and then in a nice cone shape, it would go up probably seven inches. Yeah. About seven inches, um, and it had had a lot of stuff on it. It was very filling. It eventually, I got it to the point that I couldn't fit everything on, and I had to put chicken on at in different, like, I'd have to, like, put some chicken on, eat it down, and then put some more on, because it just, it would all fall off. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... It was large. That's kind of awesome. Yeah? I don't think I could ever eat a salad that big. If you try hard enough, if you you, you got to build it up over time. It we was not that big. We should have a salad eating contest. I would love to. Oh my god! The healthiest food contest. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and it could be called Salad Man. <laughs> I am so down with it. And we could we could crown the new Salad Man, old Salad okay, Man. Okay, I'm not really okay with that anymore. <laughs> that feels like you're trying to take my name. We'll keep we'll keep Salad Man, Yoni, but it'll be called Salad Man. Okay, keep your I'm, eyes out. I'm cool with that. It could be sponsored by Yoni. Okay, it'll okay. probably be at your house too. Well, that works. That would it could, make sense. Oh my gosh! Okay, so <coughs> I'm giving a little backstory now about me and a um, event that I'm really passionate and excited about holding at probably Yoni's house, and it's called a um, a talent show, but strictly skits. Um, I have a lot of skit ideas. I have an MC picked out. Um, but we should do a skit where it's just big salads. I would love to. And you could just eat it. That'd, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be really cool. Okay. Um, more questions for Yoni. Um, so you once told me that you had a really great story about how you learned to read. So how did you learn to read? And most importantly, at what age did you learn to read? Okay, the second one, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, genu- I, I learned kind of late is all I know. But I don't really remember when I started learning to read. Um, 
to the first point, I wouldn't call it a great story, but it is at the very least a story. Um, I would, I think I learned to read a lot through street signs. So I would go whenever we were driving, I would try to read all the street signs. Um, and I distinctly remember eventually one day we were going to the airport and I could read the street signs there for the first time. I was like, whoa, I'm like, let's like learn to read. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever played the game in the car where you're going on a long car ride and you're trying to get the alphabet from the letters on the street signs? Yeah, I, I've heard that with license plates, but oh. I get really bored of that really quick and I give up. Really? The street yeah. signs one is kind of fun. And I guess... How do you do that on the highway, though? Oh, I guess, well, like, the turnoff I usually play it on my way to Sugarloaf, so I'm not really on the highway that, the whole that, time. That makes sense. But also, like, exit signs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a lot Things of Things on the side of the highway. It doesn't work on Maine highways, but, like, if you're traveling, like, across country or, like, out of Maine, most highways have mm-hmm. things on the side of them. Mm-hmm. And besides woods. Um... Just a reminder to all you folks out there, you are listening to WMEB 91.9 FM, Orno, Maine. This is Jet Fuel with DJ Jet, and today we have a special guest, Yoni Musher. Um, Yoni, I'm actually realizing that we didn't pick a song that, or you didn't, we didn't prepare a song to play next after this segment of talking okay so I, do you want to i can give you a song real you quick give me a song okay this song mm, yeah yeah i got gotcha. you okay <laughs> 2 a.m by slightly stupid oh is this clean um I mean, yes 90, yeah yeah it's clean matt loves this song i do too it's a great song and they the yoni's band beach belly also plays this song right mm-hmm they played it at their recent concert yep. at the Black, Black Bear. Bear Brewing Company. Well, enjoy. That was just 2 a.m. by Slightly Stupid. And just a reminder to all of you who have forgotten or have just gotten here that um, this is Jet Fuel, which is on Wednesdays from 3 to 5 p.m., I am Jet, and I'm here with Yoni Musher, who is a um, very talented musician in Orono and um, is very involved in the school music department. He is it has a jazz combo and is in the percussion ensemble, and he is also in two Orono-based bands, Sizzle and Peach Belly. Um, so Yoni, do you, do you want to tell me about snowman pancakes? Oh my god, this is perfect timing. So, because you know it's, it's gonna, gonna snow, snow. <laughs> and you can't believe what I did at nine a.m. this morning. Oh my um, gosh, no way! Yeah. Should... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so snowman pancakes. Here's the lowdown. When I was younger, um, when I was really young, my mom. I don't know how she started this tradition. I don't know what brought her onto this or if like she like read this somewhere or if other people do this i i, I don't know but she would the, the night before a big snowstorm she would go in rotation through all three children she would go up to us she'd be like okay what kind of candy do you want and you'd say like your favorite candies and you were strategic with these candies because these candies were used to build your snowmen and that was done by making three sized pancakes three different sides for the the 
body, the I guess the legs, the body, and then the head. Um, and then <laughs> we'd get woken up early in the morning, <laughs> and you decorate the pancakes with candy um, for your two other siblings. And yeah, that was that was it. So now I do that for the house, my house these days during snow days to keep up the tr- the tradition. Yeah, they're simultaneously the best mornings and the scariest mornings. There's the a house. lot of sugar at one point. And then you just crash. Yeah. There's no real food. <laughs> but it's really good. It's so yummy and it's so fun uh-huh. and creative. Uh-huh. Um, what candies do you usually choose? Like, what's your best candy mixture for your snowman pancake? My number one candy, even since when I was younger, at least my number one most useful candy are the you know the pull apart Twizzlers that are like kind of round yeah, like yeah. wires? Um, so that's like really useful because you can do arms, you can do hair. Uh, you got to get good hair, and you can do a couple of those and get some like really nice locks in. Mm-hmm. Um, I like also M and M's because then you can do buttons. Um, but a lot of the times you're trying to go more for the taste than for usefulness. So whatever I please at the time, I guess. What do you please for tomorrow? I can't tell you that you if you're going to be there. Because I'm going to be there. Yeah. I might not be there. Well, I can't tell you that in <laughs> case people are listening. Oh, yes. Who live at my house. The it's got to be a secret. Be yeah. It is a secret. An important secret. That's my new tradition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yoni's added on to the snowman pancake tradition by keeping it very secret. secret. Um. <laughs> So, there's been a new addition to your house, Dash. There's been a new addition to my house, yes. Um, and as you guys may remember, if you've been listening to the beginning, um, Yoni has a cat named Sizzle and a band named Sizzle. Um, and you guys introduced the dog and the cat together. Mm-hmm. So tell me about this process. We did it very, very slowly. So I think first we had Dash was upstairs for the whole time. We had like a dog, or not a doggy, a, a, a kid's, child kid's gate. <laughs> <laughs> and Dash was too big for that. And she could just knock it right over. Um, so eventually we had her just kind of leashed so that she could go all around upstairs and but then not downstairs. Um, and yeah, that was... That was the the first part. Sizzle could kind of do what she wanted. And then eventually we kind of brought Sizzle up just to see Dash. And that went fairly well. And then like a week later, we let Dash kind of do as she wanted downstairs for a little bit while Sizzle was in the room. We did that for a while just to get their scent used to each other. And then we were just very cautious with letting them close to each other at all. But we would... They could actually see each other at that point um we did like a baby gate kind of downstairs in between them so they could see each other but not you know go crazy um and then eventually we just opened it up and saw what happened and they sizzles terrified of this giant creature (laughs) and if the giant creature comes like right at her she'll run but but besides that they're both very benevolent towards each other it's been very very good that's awesome. Um, do you want to introduce your next song? I want to introduce my next song. I don't even remember what I chose. Picture. Oh, yeah. Picture in Picture by Dopapod. 
You just listened to Picture and Picture by Dopapod. Some you know and most you don't. Tune in to Everything In Between with Eli for dives into the songs and artists that slipped through the cracks, airing every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WMEB 91.9 FM. Um, that's actually our first show on Sunday since before COVID, I think. Um, so you guys should totally go tune in to Eli's show because it's very exciting. Um, up next for you guys, we've Yoni's put on cue Ernest Ringland's storybook Children. Enjoy. <laughs> You guys were just listening to the storybook Children by Ernest Ringlin. Um, just a reminder or a heads up that you guys are listening to Jet Fuel 
I am DJ Jet. I'm here with the not so DJ Yoni Musher, um, who could be a DJ when he's driving to school. Yeah. Or, but is most commonly known for his musicianness and the bands that he is in. Um, you may have heard of Sizzle or Peach Belly. And he is also does jazz combo and is in the percussion ensemble. Um, sorry if you guys have heard that five times. For those of you who have been listening from the beginning. Um, but we're coming back to questions for Yoni about Yoni. So Yoni, what does a day in your life look like? PG version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have two days, really. They, they consist of two things. Either a day that I play guitar, I wake up, I usually do ear training, so I'm just like your your oh e- ear training ear training yeah, yeah. yeah like, so like identify note spacing um training ears no that would be kind of cool though <laughs> um yeah I wake up I do ear training for like 15 20 minutes until I like actually wake up and then I do some warm-ups on guitar for a while I usually play guitar for like an hour or two and practice and then I go for a walk or something so that I clear my mind and I practice for another hour or so and it's usually about lunchtime. So then I eat a yoni sandwich. <laughs> and then often I hang out for a little while. Practice whatever else I have to practice. Drums or something. Um, and then I'll probably have just some stuff to do. And then I practice a bit more. And then usually it's bedtime. Slash I get distracted and then eventually it becomes bedtime. That's about it. And then the days that I don't play guitar, I just wake up. I usually play, try to play drums that day, and then I eat a yoni sandwich, and then I <laughs> I don't do very much after that. Um, how often, like, how do I answer it? I ask this question, I'm not answering anything. Um, how often do you play the guitar? Like, how many days out of the week because you said there are days that you do play guitar Mm. days that you don't is there a strategy to this like like training like weightlifting do you have off days on days i i do at at this point i do last semester and like the semester before that i was pretty bad with over practicing to the point that you just can't think anymore um Mm. so at this point i am trying to i try to take two to three days off um most usually just two two days off a week. Um, and yeah, that's it, like, I feel like that's important to first keep your sanity. But then also, I feel like that's does more for you than those two days of practice would. Yeah, that's how I feel like with climbing sometimes. Mm, very if much so. If you climb too much, then your body can't heal. You don't do that well. And then you take like a week or two off. And then all of a sudden you're climbing harder than you ever have in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, you have tendonitis in your finger, right? I do have tendonitis in my finger. When did that start? Um, it started flaring up, I think, from drums when I started drums mm. um, last year. But supposedly, I've been told by now my mom and my brother, I guess it runs in the family because they both have it. So, In I their think, fingers? Oh, yeah, in the exact same finger even. Oh, so it isn't really from... I. Th- Think, guitar. I think I majorly exacerbated it because of that, but mm. apparently our tendons suck. 
or they're so sh- our muscles are just so strong that our tendons can't take it you know that's so tough <laughs> <laughs> so strong his tendons can't take it um is it really painful no some days it flares up but usually it's fine it I have not the best technique on guitar, and it's definitely been forcing me to have better technique on the guitar. That's cool. I've never thought about guitar yeah. technique. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, I mean, same as any sport or anything, you want to be relaxed and comfortable. I mean, if like, if you're trying to run, you know, you're like flexing the upper part of your body, you're not going not gonna to do very well. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Do you want to introduce the next song? What did I, what did I put on there? Actually, before Yoni introduces the next song, I just wanted to let you all know that you are listening to WMEB 91.9 FM, Orono, Maine. And now Yoni can introduce the next song. This next song is China Cat Sunflower by the Grateful Dead. Here's a short quiz. Who won Best Actress last year? Who won the World Series two years ago? And finally, name your favorite teacher. Now that I'm guessing, now I'm guessing that the last question was the easiest. Why is that? Because that person made a difference in your life. So go ahead, make a difference. Because making a difference is in you. This message is a courtesy of the Foundation for a Better Life at PassItOn.com. For those of you who don't remember or have just gotten here, this is Jet Fuel, and I am here with a special guest today. Yoni Musher. Um, we just listened to One in Seven by Soul Live. And before that was China Cat Sunflower by the Grateful Dead from their Veneta, Oregon concert on August 27, 1972. Um, and while we're talking about cats, Yoni, do you want to tell me about the day in the life of your cat, Sizzle? Yeah, of course. Um, So, a day in the life of Sizzle begins with standing outside of my closed door, making very loud meows, very pleadfully to get food. Um, Eventually, I will come out, or I won't, and somebody else comes downstairs. But eventually, she gets fed. Um, And then she'll run up my... We have her food on my cat per- perch so that Dash can't get to it. Um, and then she has to run up the perch, eat food for a while. And then she'll go lay down on a beanbag. And she'll usually be there for a couple hours. Um, or some couch or something for a couple hours. And then she'll get up. She'll like get food every once in a while get some water. And then eventually she starts getting rowdy and wants to play. Um, or wants attention. Um, sometimes I give it to her, sometimes I don't, but often I just kind of pet her a little bit and then I distract her and then I go back in my room to practice. Um, and then when I'm making my lunch, she'll come up to the table and then she steals some of my food and then I eventually shoo her off the table cause she's eating too much of my food. And then, yeah, she goes back to sleep, eats food and then her day pretty much consists of that until the nighttime where she gets very rowdy and runs around nonstop. You'll see it sometimes. She goes crazy at night and yeah, she'll 
I think she sees ghosts. Yeah. Like in the, on the dark hours. Oh yeah, like, at like yeah, like at like like one o'clock, in like one a.m. She starts seeing ghosts. She starts seeing. Well, ghosts? she'll just stare, and all of a sudden, she just lunges at nothing. You know, Matt does always talk about how your house is haunted. <laughs> I think our house is haunted. It does some weird stuff sometimes. But I kind of thought it was because of that scary soup, soup, Brooklyn stoop man you were gifted. Yeah, that, yeah. I thought that brought weird spirits in. It might have been solved now. That was sacrificed. Yes, but it's actually just sitting outside of someone's house. Oh. On a different stoop. So, it sounds like that house now has ghosts. Well, it's outside of the house. Well, their stoop now has ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) From one stoop to another stoop. Um, That's crazy. So, Sizzle runs around at one in the morning. Oh, yeah. She She gets real antsy and wants to play. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Makes it hard to go to bed sometimes. Do you go to bed at one in the morning? Um, no, but I guess she'll wake me up sometimes. Is more it. Mm, I'll hear very yeah, very that loud noises sense. coming up from outside my door. Yeah, it's just her bumping into stuff. I don't think I've ever heard a really weird noise from Sizzle. Mm. I'm trying to think. I haven't. What weird? What noises do Sizzle make? She Does... snores, which is really cute. Um, oh, she, she does weird she make noises. farts, which is really funny. <laughs> she has the cutest weird fart. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes she also just kind of makes a weird. I don't even know how to when describe I pet, it. Whenever I'm like petting her, she goes like. Ah. Yeah, she makes some very scary. Like she's in pain, but then she gets pissed when you stop petting her. Yeah. Um, Mix signals. Can you tell me about the prank you pulled on your roommate? Uh huh. So, <laughs> our other roommate, Maeve, had, I don't actually know what they were. Do you know what they they're were? Grape leaves. Yeah. They're like, there's food in them and it's mm-hmm. wrapped in this leaf. I'm sure it tasted amazing. I know. I think it's for Dash, Maeve's dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it didn't taste very good then. Um, but yeah, we realized that it looked a lot like, like, like poop. And we were like, this is awesome. And then Maeve decided we should play a prank on y'all with it. Um, and so I decided to put it in a dog bag and put it on my other roommate Matt's pillow for him to find. Um, yeah, that was about And then eventually it meandered its way back into my shoe. That's funny. I don't know how that one happened. I couldn't, could not imagine how that we happened. We put it outside of Maeve's room when we found it. Uh huh. Oh, that's right. Maybe put it into my shoe. Did she? I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I, she, she, I wasn't a part of that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, eventually, I had a dog bag filled with grape leaves <laughs> in my shoe. It was such a good prank. Matt thought I was pranking him. Uh huh. It was like, what is this and why is it on my bed? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what those are. It was crazy. Um,. If you could talk to a younger version of yourself, what would you say? How young are we talking here? Well, okay, let's do it in three ages. Let's okay. start at age six. Age six? Yes. Like, why are you so weird? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'd say to yourself at yeah, age six. Yeah, I, I've always wondered. Let's, oh, oops. Or maybe what? even, like, do you think you're weird? What was weird about you at age six? I, I was just a weird kid. I used to run around acting like a 
a red-tailed hawk, I'd scream as loud as I could, and I would open up my, my sweatshirt and <laughs> flap. I was weird. I was a weird kid. That was fun. Um, what about at age 12? Mm. Huh. So I'm trying to remember what happened at age 12. Well, it could be like a range, 12 mm. through 14. What would you tell yourself? Okay. I'd be like, maybe go to school some more. Try harder in the school. <laughs> but maybe not, though. Dude. I don't know. I wouldn't give much suggestion to that age of myself. Really? Yeah. Is there a certain age that you would give suggestions to? Hmm. hmm. When I was really young. Probably actually around six. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's that's the only age. I I thought it would, so I was watching a Mythbusters episode and Oh my gosh, Mythbusters. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for bringing up Mythbusters. <laughs> um, I was watching a Mythbusters episode and there's this whole myth where they they test and bust like um common myths. Um and so there's this myth about making a crossbow in prison using underwear. Um like that was like the stretchy part of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if that'll work. And so I tied some old underwear between um, the legs of my coffee table, and I shot a drill, uh, a screwdriver bit right into the glass <laughs> of our <laughs> fireplace, and it shattered. <laughs> and so I would tell my young self to not do that. That's awesome. Um, what were your parents' reactions? Like what? What were the like? What happened after? I you think. I freaked out more than they did. I just freaked out. And I I think if I remember correctly, my dad was just kind of entertained at the fact that I (laughs) tried to do that. (laughs) I don't think he was incredibly mad if I remember correctly. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was not, it was kind of stupid. Sounds, you should have tried to shoot it at like a drywall. I don't know what I was thinking. It's okay. I think I was thinking that it wasn't going to work very well. And oh, it, it really but shot they it. they did it on Mythbusters. I know. I should have listened. Okay. So <laughs> if you guys are a little confused as to why I reacted so much when Yoni brought up Mythbusters, it's because Yoni loves Mythbusters. Yeah. I'm not totally 100% sure on Yoni's relationship with Mythbusters, but I should have definitely included it in my list of questions. So Yoni... Uh-huh. Tell us about your relationship with Mythbusters. Um, I've loved it for as long as I can remember. That was one of like a couple shows I watched on television every day. And I'd watch every single episode multiple times. Um, I was absolutely in love with it. And I don't watch it very much anymore. But I do still have every episode on my computer for the occasional time I want to go through an episode. How did you get all the episodes on your computer? I obtained them. I downloaded them. You obtained them. Yeah. That's fun. We should watch them. Yeah, I, if you ever want to watch Mythbusters, my dad used to watch Mythbusters a lot. I've really? watched Mythbusters. Awesome. What's your favorite Mythbuster episode? Mm, that's a hard one, actually. I, I think up there is the prison escape where they tried to escape with multiple. They used human hair, they used toilet paper, and they used bedsheets. You were bed telling sheets. me about the human hair. Why? Yeah. Well, because the idea was, you know, if you get all of the prisoners to cut their hair, you can make a rope out of human hair and climb out the window. Oh, my hair was in a bad knot. 
and you told me that I could use it to escape prison. And I was like, <laughs> That what, is Yogi? what I said. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Fun fact, Yoni loves Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. That I do. I used um, to have life-side cardboard cutouts of Adam and Jamie in my room. You do? I used to, and their eyes would follow you. It was really creepy. <laughs> super creepy. Where well, did they go? Um, I think Adam's head eventually fell off, or Jamie's <laughs> head fell off, and then I had to throw them out when I came to Maine, when I That's came to college. So sad, but yeah, probably like probably this the meant a lot. To yeah. You. It would be weird. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if you had large cutouts in your bedroom. <laughs> I could see it. Maybe I'll get them again. Um, who are some of the most important people in your life? Mm, let's see. My roommates. My roommates, direct friends. <laughs> um, my parents. My siblings. And I, not a person, but I think Sizzle's. One of the most important beings in my life. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. The other night I walked, or last night I walked uh-huh. to the bathroom and Yoni was just sitting there like hugging Sizzle and petting yeah. her. Oh, I fell asleep there for a little bit. Oh, it was that's really nice. so sweet. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so for a last question, um, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. And the question that I'm going to ask you is for generations listening to this years from now do you have any wisdom to pass on to them Mm. i would say um yeah follow your heart do as you please in life have fun don't take it too seriously um listen to music play music one or the other hopefully both yeah nice some beautiful words of wisdom from the Yoni Musher. And now bear with me as I turn my computer back on. The last song of the night is a final song um, chosen by the one and only Yoni Musher, also known as Inoue. Um, Spell it backwards, I'll show you. (laughs) Um, And this song is Rangos by Dean Fraser and Ernest Ranglin. You are listening to WMEB 91.9 FM, Orno, Maine, and this is Jet Fuel. I am DJ Jet, and today on my show, I had Yoni Musher. You guys just listened to Rangos by Dean Fraser and Ernest Rangland. And up next, we have an extra special guest who is going to play a song off of a CD. Do you want to introduce the song, Matt? Hello, everyone. This song is called 16 Gold Candles by Polly Hedman. 